from Trimble Construction, you're listening to the Connected Construction Show, where we connect you to the contractors, owners, designers, engineers, and construction professionals who are finding better ways to work. And now, here's your host, Matt Sprague. Hello, and welcome back to the Connected Construction Show. I'm your host, Matt Sprague. We are here uh, recording live at Dimensions 2022 in Las Vegas. You can tell the the, the, uh, the, the sound booth is different than our normal settings for these. Uh, very excited to have uh, our guests here today. I have uh, with me, I have, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do them both a favor and not try to do their last names. I will allow <laughs> them to do it. But I have uh, Pekka and Tuomo here, uh, uh, both from, from Finland and they're uh, part of, uh, part of a, a project that won the uh, 2022 Tekla uh, uh, Global BIM Award. And uh, we're super excited to, to have you on the show and to tell us a little bit about, about the project. So welcome, guys. Thank you, Thank you. for having us. Yeah, we're it's excited. Pleasure. Yeah, this is, this is a, a, a neat atmosphere we have here. We're on the, the, the trade show floor here at Dimensions. Uh, have people uh, behind the camera kind of looking in like we're uh, uh, a bunch of animals inside of a cage, but it'll, it's, it's fun nonetheless. Um, so uh, before we get going, uh, tell our audience uh, a little bit about yourself. So you kind of introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, what led you to where you are in the industry today. So Becca, we'll start with you. Okay, I'm Becca from Finland, obviously, and I'm working in Rumble Structural Design. I'm a department manager of Rumble, and in T2, I was a project manager of Structural Design. So I think that's my story shortly. And I live in Helsinki, capital of Finland. That sounds nice. So my name is Tom Lindstedt, and I work as the project manager for the awarded project. So it's a, a uh, project that, that we did at Helsinki Airport, so our main airport, and it's an extension project. And I've been the uh, head of that project for almost seven years now. And before that, I was a uh, construction consultant for some years, and then I've been working for this ever since I, I joined Finavia, which is the airport operator. So, okay, excellent. So it's been my child from 2016. So, oh, wow, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more um, about the project and, and you know what what were the merits of that project that uh, that led you to uh, to to that. So um, of course in, in Finnish scale it's it's a big project it's it's a huge project and in in Finavia scale it's it's we consider it as a mega project. Um, it's it's been very challenging. Um, the actual site itself is very packed because it's an operational airport and it was operational during the construction project itself so it was extremely complex it was the scale in, in our sense was was huge and um, we still managed to get that in in schedule in budget and achieved all our objectives that that we aimed for so in that sense it was hugely successful project so was it was it adding a new terminal? Was it renovating an existing terminal? Um, all, both. <laughs> all of the above. Both, both. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was an addition to the existing terminal. So it was an addition, and also what it uh, made possible that was that that we could then renovate the existing terminal and we could make more space to the existing terminal because it's an airport and there's yep. runways that that 
force you to to expand into a certain direction so in that sense we wanted to have more space inside the old terminal and we weren't able to expand it to towards the runway so we needed to make more space to landside areas okay so and that sense because the landside area is, is heavily populated so to say it was very crucial that that we knew at the early stage what we were doing and what kind of phases were needed yeah so here's a um kind of a question that just kind of popped in my head so Obviously, it's the Tecla Global BIM Award. So you, you, you leveraged BIM to be able to um, coordinate such a, a, a complex project. Can you imagine what that project would have been like? Would it even have been possible to do without BIM technology? No, it can't be because it was so tight schedule and technically challenging. And of course, the rapid changes are always possible in that kind of project. So without the BIM, I, it's not possible. It would have been a, like a complete demolition yeah, and start over. Yeah, exactly, and whatnot. exactly. So there's a ma massive cost savings yeah. uh, from, from that perspective, right? Yes. In yeah. that perspective and schedule-wise, it, it was oh, like, gosh, like yeah, 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 because we don't need to do any changes in uh, during the construction phase, or at least that much changes. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, what new methods were utilized in this project? New methods. Um, we use this kind of a virtual safaris uh, to to uh, include the end users into the design phase. So we kind of had a, a safari guide to guide all the users inside the terminal when it was just a a BIM model, so to say. Yep. So we did these safaris and asked the the end users what they think of it. Do they find anything that they want to change is it like they want it to be or stuff like that so in that sense we got uh, early feedback from the end users and they kind of got a better understanding how it will look uh, what are the perspectives what's the size scale etc so in that sense we got a lot of information from the end users and that's just one of the implementation that we used yep interesting so um contracting mechanism being IPD. So timeout. What is IPD? So IPD is a contract model, uh, integrated project delivery, uh, and uh, it includes uh, different parties. For example, in our project included us, uh, the owner, uh, the designers, uh, all the designers actually. So architects, uh, engineers such as uh, mechanical engineers and HVAC engineers they were all part of the project uh, the contract and also the contractor itself so it was one contract including all different parties the designers the owner and the contractor itself so the objective for all parties uh, cost wise schedule wise was the same so if there was cost overruns it would affect all parties not only one yeah if there was uh, Schedule overruns, it would affect all parties, not only one. So if one benefits, all benefits. If one loses, all lose. So it's, it's, I think it's it's a good contract type. Interesting. Um, I think it's more cooperation, not so fighting. So it's really, yeah. mm, it has helps on that perspective. Yeah, because all, all have the same objective, yeah. same goal. Prior to IPD, what was, what was the most common 
uh, contracting mechanism within within Finland? Um, it's a, a kind of unique model in Finland, so not not that not that much used in, in other countries. Uh, it's a project management contract. Okay. So it's like uh, the main contractor uh, orders subcontracts. That that's typical, but it's like. Um, the cost is, is like you have uh, imported the cost and then you have the cap cost and you just buy different subcontracts during the process okay so you don't you don't buy the whole project at once but you buy it as you go okay so in that sense you do design during the construction and you buy these different construction packages as you go and in that sense it's it's easier for for pins to adapt these uh, alliance or ipd models yeah. So, so what were the so what were the biggest benefits from moving from that model to, to IPD? I think the biggest benefit is is that 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 old model was that that you, we as a as an owner and a developer, uh, we need to do contracts with the contractor, and then we do separate contracts with the designers, and then when you need to do changes. You need to, to agree with different parties, so it takes more time. It's uh, it's more time consuming, and uh, maybe some parties will try to uh, optimize their objectives yeah. in cost of the others. But when you do uh, a simultaneous or, or, or combined contract, so that all parties are under one one contract, and you have the same goal, same objectives, yeah. then you don't have the pull for one party to to maximize their profit there yeah you, you the, the it's a trickle down effect the gain of one is the gain of the other is the gain of the exactly, other is yeah. the gain of the other is the gain of the owner so yeah and, and in this this case the collaboration improved quite a lot mm. that's awesome so um what other methods i'm, I'm assuming it, a lot of it was the the, the bim uh, bim methodology that, that was utilized in this project or what was new uh that that, that really made this project shine I think, uh, of course, we modeled everything like rebars and that kind of things. But then we uh, tried we used the parametrical design, so we use Rhino. Architects use Rhino, and we make parametrical design, so we can make rapid changes possible and optimize the effectiveness of the structures. So I think that's quite new in our perspective. Yeah, in that sense, because it's an airport, and we do quite rapid changes in our project during during the, the design and also during the construction, which is sometimes challenging. But in this case, uh, what that, that made, made possible was that we could do those rapid changes until the last minute. So, so one of the uh, things here in, in the United States is that you could get an owner and, and designers to create a BIM model for this project. But in the end, uh, the, the contractors that are building it smush it down to a PDF to 2D uh, and, and end up having to you know, execute the project uh, in that manner. Is it the, the IPD mechanism that was, again, agreed upon within that saying that we're going to leverage uh, BIM all throughout? Or is that just innate within your country that contractors, more contractors have adopted the use of BIM technology? Uh, or BIM utilization uh, for executing projects? 
Um, it's getting there. Uh, more and more contractors are implementing BIM, but it's not a given. So um, in this project, uh, when we procured our contractors and of course our designers, we demanded them that, that they they show us that they have experience in BIM, uh, enough experience to build an airport, complex airport. Okay. And we demanded that, that the contractor will you, uh, do a BIM utilization uh, plan that we then uh, reviewed when we did the, the procurement. Yep. So we, we reviewed their uh, utilization plan before we selected the contractor. So we wanted them to address us how they will use BIM. And in that sense, we, we used BIM uh, in, in post-surveying, uh, 4D scheduling, uh, site management. We used uh, our site managers used BIM in their mobile phones, for example. Yeah. So it's, they, they had quite excessive BIM usage during the construction. But that, that wasn't like a given because it, it was demanded by us. And of course, we had this kind of a push-pull effect because designers are more used to, to do with BIM and they, they do it quite well in Finland. But to have this uh, mutual agreement that the contractor uses what the designers do and they, they kind of can, can tell the designers what they want. Yep. And this is new. This is something you have to demand yep. in order to get it running. And this, this was very successful. That I think you just hit the the, the, the word the that the, from the from the owner's perspective you demanded it to yeah. be done and that's the only way it gets going. So from uh, you know uh, some of the, the products that I work with for, for my day job uh, is is uh, from the owner's perspective and we've been trying to tell that to the message within the United States. It's like you get to determine the path of, of, of digital uh, digital transformation, that you can demand these type of things, and that's how the difference will make. So that's wonderful to hear uh, that in there. So um, you, you, you kind of started to answer my next question in that uh, when I asked around uh, BIM utilization for contractors that it's getting more and more, but for both, um, both topics, what we talked about, the IPD, but also BIM utilization, are you seeing it uh, uh, continuing to accelerate in terms of usage on projects? Of yeah, course, yeah, of course. It's ongoing process and of course it's going to be every day more easier to work with because people are get, getting familiar about those processes. So, And they're starting to see the benefits in, in, in successful projects. So it's, it's moving towards um, these days more rapidly than, than past, but uh, in Finland we have uh, quite good past of BIM usage in our project. We have done it already for almost 20 years now. So, so what could the effect be on the industry? Well, we'll, we'll just stay within within Finland instead of the, the, whole, yeah. the whole world. Um, but we'll say, you know, like what, what, what could the effect on the industry within Finland be if uh, IPD is adopted uh, as a whole, like every project? Um, challenging question because I don't see that, that uh, IPD is an answer to every project. So okay. if, if, if you have a very simple project, uh, gotcha. IPD, IPD contract is uh, complex. You need to understand that all the parties know what they're okay. signing. So, so to have that, that combined contract, you need to do more 
and you need more involvement from the, the owner itself. So if you want to have a simple project and you don't want that much involvement, you, you should use some other methods. So for example, design build or more traditional project delivery methods. Yep, that makes sense. It's a little overkill. Yep. But for, for, for larger projects, IPD, at least yeah. seems like it's the best one. Yeah, move, yeah. Move, I would forward. agree. Yeah. But I would imagine that it's like, okay, so like were you able to quantify with that with the with the airport project, like what the cost savings and the time savings were and then therefore what was the sustainability uh, effect and all those type of things? Has has that type of has it matured into that level of of understanding yet? I think uh one of our biggest achievements uh, was, well, scheduling is, is, of course, crucial in these kind of projects. Uh, we had the, the um, uh, actual contractual date uh, uh, was by the end of the year, and we had a target date that, that, that the project should deliver it two months before the contractual date. Yep. We ma managed to squeeze that, that we were four months ahead of the contractual deadline. We decided that we, we had a, a clause in our contract that, that the contractor needs to assign this to the owner uh, six months uh, before the handover. So we knew uh, 10 months before the contractual uh, deadline that we were going to finish the project four months early. So because our uh, design was so mature, uh, we used uh, BIM uh, in, in scheduling, we use the 4D scheduling, as I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. uh, and we uh, had this uh, collaboration between the different contractors and the designers, so we were quite certain that we would hit that goal, and we did. So I think that that was the biggest benefit that yeah. I can come up with. Yeah, and you figured that that gets expanded to all major projects. Yeah. That's a the large impact that, that has uh, to not only the individual organizations, but the industry as a whole. Uh, I would imagine it's the same idea that those contractors, um, because they did it four months ahead of time, they can do more work, right? Exactly. You know, it's, it's not like they're getting paid less because it was uh, the, the, it was contracted at the beginning. So exactly. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Okay. In designer perspective, I think it's no fighting. It's, I think that's the main thing that it was really glad to make that project because no fighting only is a common benefits. Yeah, collaboration yeah. as opposed to mm. um, bickering. That's the key, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm. Well, uh, believe it or not, that was the last question. Uh, mm. But, um, so I'm, 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 I'm kind of giving these guys the, the short end of the stick. I haven't given them much uh, time to really think about what our standard last mm. question is, which is, um, you know, what is your motto or what is a motto that you've heard that you find uh, to be intriguing, interesting, uh, a lesson to live by? In my perspective, I think respect and help each other. Respect and help each other. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That goes in line with IPD as mm -hmm. well, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, I would also go with, with, with respect others. So that, that's... Yeah, you figure within the industry, yeah. it's been not that people didn't respect each other, but they had to worry about themselves first and foremost because of the contracting, exactly. the situation that it puts them in. 
um, and you know, like you said, with the with the, the mechanism that, that you guys utilized and, and leveraging leveraging bit, like so much more can be done, and so many more uh, benefits can be can be uh, actualized. So that's excellent. So, well, thank you guys uh, so much for for joining the show. Uh, I hope it wasn't too too painful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody who's listening, watching, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and until next time. Stay connected. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Connected Construction Show. For more information, visit us at connectedconstructionshow.com.